You're listening to Work It Mommy, where the goal is to be the best mom ever and most importantly, stay sane while we do it. So today on the beauty panel, we are going to be chatting about wintertime hair. And right now, I think it's pretty safe to say, you know, everybody to some degree is suffering with some dry, brittle, (laughs) frizzy, annoying hair. So it's always nice to get uh, little tips and share with each other things that we can do to make our hair feel better. Because for me, when my scalp gets so dry, it actually hurts. So um, anyway, today I just wanted to kind of draw on Sonia's expertise in the hair industry. So Sonia, save me. Help me, girl. Help me. (laughs) Girl, I know what you're talking about. The hair, I'd be like, why am I hair so dry? But there's three things, simple things that everybody can do. It's what I call my CTP method conditioning, trimming, and protecting. So when you want to start with the first one, with the basis of just conditioning your hair, a basic leave-in, leave-in conditioner is a game changer. It can give your hair hydration. You're on the go. You've shampooed. you condition. Okay, you got a Zoom meeting coming up. Spray that leave-in conditioner in the hair. Put it, pin it up, and keep it moving. Mm. Now, if you've got a little bit more time, Always, I always say deep conditioning. Me and the ladies were like talking about this a little bit before the, the panel uh-huh. about how important it is to deep condition your hair. I always think like with protein and the moisture is a perfect balance to kind of really help strengthen the keratin and get that hair back used to holding in hydration again. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, for sure. I like definitely, I know like this time for me, it just gets so unmanageable i don't know if that's the case for like the rest of you guys but it just makes it really hard to style too you mm-hmm. know yeah that, i agree that's, that's actually when you say that too about the styling you know since the pandemic mm-hmm. i've been really aware of the health of my hair because i just am not comfortable going and getting my regular trims and i know mm-hmm. you just posted a great video on doing trims at home which i'm gonna definitely try um so i have naturally curly hair which the people who are watching on youtube are going to be able to see but not (laughs) 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 i I have naturally curly hair which um i was flat ironing for for many many years before the pandemic and i was also loading in shine products with non-water soluble uh serums so i was just getting all this buildup, and my hair started to feel like you were saying like dry straw mm-hmm. so i started following uh sonia and the curly girl method and i noticed they don't use non-water soluble silicones they do um great conditioning treatments so i started conditioning my hair and i started using only low heat and when I missed the iron, I actually found this really cool trick where you could use a bathrobe hair tie. I love that. Oh my <laughs> Game I loved your video. Yeah. Wrap your hair around it. And the longer you kind of stretch out the curl pattern, you can make those waves that mimic the curling iron waves without putting the heat on your hair. And it works. I loved it. Your video was super cute. And the waves came out like tousled body waves, you know, and then for curly hair, if you if shrinkage is an issue, which is a massive issue for me, like 
my hair grows like this way <laughs> instead <laughs> of this way and it's all shrunken up so that I think will work for me I mean it will probably give me like not as big of curls as yours but it would still stretch my hair and lengthen the curls so if you're like a um four uh in the texture for your hair type and everything that's a little tidbit there yeah I think that's awesome yeah, and when I straighten it, if I do have to use a blow dryer, I just keep that heat on low like I did today, and I still can make it straight without frying it and causing all that damage. Yeah, and what I love doing is I love braiding my hair. I love braiding it to maintain it mm -hmm. steady and the oils, because oils is very important for the hair, too, to keep it in and, mm -hmm. you know, for it to grow, too, because you're stretching it out. And not only that, it helps me a lot to keep, like, that style that I want to keep, even though, you know, mommies were always on the on the run and mm -hmm. like those braids give you that little natural wave and the natural yeah. look that you just want to you know get up and go and, and you're you're looking nice so but it's very important so I don't know about you Sonia I don't know if you tried that before oh I I do all the time and that's when my leave-in conditioner uh backs it up for me because it gives that hydration when, when I'm still trying to be cute my hair's still gonna be healthy and it's gonna be hydrated Right. And so I'm like you, I have to do things that are simple, quick, and to keep me moving out the door. You know, you got those essential errands. Like <laughs> <laughs> well, I have to say, like, I feel like everybody's hair in this group, because, you know, we've seen each other's stuff because we, like, know each other. Everybody's hair has grown massively since the pandemic. Like, it's right grown here. so much like her hair. I couldn't believe oh, it the one day. I'm All of y'all, really, I'm like, wow, that is so good. Um, one thing that I've actually started doing, which is totally, totally different than anything that I have ever, ever done. And I'm thinking I have to really get the courage up and see if I'm actually going to share the whole <laughs> journey with people. And it's kind of weird because I feel like I'm a pretty courageous person. But like with this, it's kind of exposed one of my vulnerabilities a little bit. Um, you know, I do sometimes because of my thyroid and things, I get thinning hair. So I have been doing a lot of research for years and it was like, you know, basically, which is a big part of what you talk about, Sonia, is the cleanliness and keeping your hair really clean, which I feel like I always did a good job of. But for my hair, since it is really dry, I never washed every day. Like the most I would wash my hair because my hair is super curly would be like every two days. So I am trying a new method of co-washing my hair every single day every single day and okay. this is like such a new thing for me but I feel like it's actually working number one my hair is actually retaining moisture because I am using your products and you know just trying to work on it retaining moisture and something about co-washing every day because like we were talking about mm -hmm. that one time Sonia the water like water is like kind of the essence of moisture, you know? So yes. you got to like use water with the products like every single day. And I feel kind of bad because I was always, well, not always, but you guys know, sometimes I've like slammed some dermatologists <laughs> and I feel a bit of remorse and want to recant something that I actually felt and have probably shared with some people over the years. I do remember speaking with one dermatologist and she was like, you know, if you really want your hair to retain moisture and you really want to address some of the thinning, you got to switch to washing your hair every single day. And she's like, I know people who have curly hair, extremely curly hair. That's like always been like a no, no for most people. And, um, 
But I mean, my issue was a little bit deeper because like that's like a DHT thing and like a whole bunch of other stuff. But um, yeah, so I'm trying it so far so good. I do feel like my hair is retaining a lot more moisture. I can run my hands through it really easy, which mm-hmm. is like unheard of for my hair. <laughs> it's like getting stuck and, you know, trying to get it apart and everything. But like, really, I can run my hands through it so easy. It's so soft. It's so moisturized. So oh, just hope I can keep co-washing it every single day because that's a lot <laughs> so have you yeah. tried the, the shampoo brushes those like silicone shampoo brushes to scrub the scalp I love mine well, I do you have the round one or the one that like pulls apart I have the one with the handle and you like pull it apart oh I have the the round silicone one uh, I should try that one too I like the one that I have because it also detangles my hair but um I've seen that one a lot of girls um like on YouTube and stuff I, yeah. but I haven't tried that one yet but I, I guess for me I'm not really into like the I think the pads of your fingers are always the best thing because like mm-hmm. the fiber of your hair is delicate like silk no matter what texture you have it's a fine uh, texture and so mm-hmm. to me when you're aggravating that area even the scalp it reminds me sometimes of like the texture of like leather or soft suede oh, and yeah. so when you're constantly kind of digging into that you can create damage if you are not doing proper manipulation so for me I've always thought the pads of my fingers they have enough friction on the bottom I mean I'm not knocking the brushes and the things mm-hmm. you know the scrubbers because I know some people really enjoy oh, that I, I agree you definitely need like the soft ones or your fingers yeah. like okay but I got the two pack so yeah. I'm going to teach my 12 year old at home how to clean his scalp the right way because mm-hmm. little kids they won't get in there and and clean properly yeah it was kind of a fun tool to kind of get him to feel like what i mean by clean your scalp oh yeah that's true i didn't think about it yeah Yeah. well i mean it's it's just one of those things i guess like we all have our little hair challenges or whatever but yeah that has really helped me to retain moisture the co-wash so what i do is i co-wash every single day and then on fridays Mm -hmm. i use your clarifying shampoo because if you co-wash because a lot of people then you know they just only solely co-wash like they never use shampoo Mm -hmm. and that will actually make you straight up go bald after some Mm -hmm. time and like mess up your hair texture so i always like you know, for anyone's listening, I'm sure Sonya, you would agree with this. Like, definitely once a week, you have to use a clarifying shampoo because then you got like a oh, yeah. total buildup of moisture, which isn't good either. So, yeah, think about like when you're cleaning, you know, in your home, you know, you can you can spray the uh, I think like when you're polishing your wood, you can spray it and it absorbs in. But over time, sometimes you got to really get in deep with a little bit of soap and water and then you go back in and start spraying that spray again. So mm. I feel like any surface, you do have to get to the uh, core of it to get it completely clean. And like, that's the smart you do that at the end of the week. That's awesome. Oh, well, we'll see how it keeps some days. I'm like, I really don't want to do this right now. But I'm like, persevere, you know, because you have to be willing, I think, as women, if you're unhappy about something with your looks, you have Mm -hmm. to work hard to address it. You know what I'm saying? Like, no one's going to fix it for you. And there's some things, unfortunately, we're just going to be stuck with, you know, um, and then we but we just can work with it the best that we can. But, you know, when I've taken hold of trying to improve my hair or trying to improve my skin, you know, I know, especially Lisa can say like, yeah, this 
this worked for me. This didn't work for me, you know, because you have the background in skincare. So we have to try stuff. So, and I think that's a mistake a lot of women make is they're like, oh, my hair's dry. Um, My hair's dry. It's annoying the end. And they don't take the time to research any products or try to address their issues, you know? What about trimming? Like, how do you guys feel about trimming your hair? Like DIY trim? All about it. Yeah. I think it's good. Like, I, I think sometimes we're so focused on growing it out that we forget there's a maintenance that goes along with growing it out. And so like getting rid of the dead stuff or the ends, if you notice, sometimes on the ends, you'll have a piece of hair that's split in three ways, split in this mm -hmm. way. You're not holding on to moisture. You're not retaining anything. So make sure you you do your part. You know, if you want to retain moisture and you're, you're frustrated with the hydration, uh, with the lack of moisture, trim those ends off. And I always recommend, you know, every, every six to eight weeks, if you can do as little as a fourth of an inch to half an inch, you'll notice that your hair will retain moisture a little bit better. Now mm. don't run to the kitchen though. <laughs> yes. So shears that you use cutting up your meat or that you cut some paper. I hate that. <laughs> hate it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you can't do that. You'll do more damage. So make sure you get shears that are made to trim on your hair so you can show your hair some love. And I think that just gives you the backbone of support that you need to keep your hair hydrated, to put that moisture back in. You're starting from the scalp, like you talked about shampooing, you're talking about to the ends, take care of those ends. And I love how Lisa brought up the point, like even a protective style at night, yeah. take care of it. You put in all that effort and all that time, back it up with, with protecting it too, with that care. Yeah, you know, now that you mention it, um, I realized that when I have my um, ends, so what I did uh, like two weeks ago is the ends of my hair because I'm so like, I'm trying to preserve every inch and that's horrible because I know better. I, you know, I'm a hairstylist too. I should know better, but I was like, I'm going to do some pruning. And so I took like the shears and just the areas that were really, really dry, I kind of mm -hmm. just picked them out one by one and trim them off. And you're right because it tangles on the hair that isn't messed up. And then it like almost kind of chokes it. And then mm -hmm. you get more, you know, when you brush it, you get more tangles and more breakage. So that I feel like has helped it a lot too. But speaking of cutting, I remember I was talking with Ruby a couple of weeks ago and she was like, oh, I'm trying to cut my hair. Did you, did you ever <laughs> decide? Did you do it? I've not cut my hair yet. It's still long. I really want to go really, really short. Um, it's just, um, it's a lot of work. You know, well, we're talking about maintenance and we have to use the proper tools. We can't expect to do all the work. And then at the end of the day, when we chop out our hair, we, we use the wrong tools. That's already like everything you did back in all those months, there goes your whole entire work that you did. Mm -hmm. So I was kind of like thinking about it and doing it by myself, but it's hard, you know, we're under the pandemic, so I'm just going to let it grow and take care of it and just try to maintain it so it stays healthy. And but we'll see if I be able to get to it to a stylist or a hair. To, I don't know. I'm still thinking about it. <laughs> oh, yeah. There's a lot of DIY, like she was saying, that you could like, you know, yeah. do it on your own if you wanted to. What, hey, whatever you decide is going to be cute, okay? Because mm. you're cute. Yeah. The, the thing is, as Sonia was talking about, there's certain videos, but I'm like, my hair is stingy. Like, it's only with certain people that my hair, like, mm. it will be okay. And then within the time, you know, be able to grow. If I have the wrong person cutting my hair, 
and that's it. <laughs> yeah, that's true. The too. right tools, like I cut my bangs like couple. I think right before the pandemic, it's been almost a year, and they're still have not grown. So, oh, like I'm saying, it's with certain people, and it's super picky. I hate it. I hate it. <laughs> oh. So, oh yeah well you if you do we'll be able to see and see what happens and everything but yeah a lot of people are definitely doing some diy styling during the pandemic. hey i think it's fun i think it's cool it's but, fun, uh, but not for me <laughs> so i got y'all though but ruby if you decide to do it i don't know if you've seen that one that i posted a lot of my clients that had absolutely no experience i walked them through how to do it very simple from how to measure it how to part it off so if you decide to do it i think you can do it because if, if just anyone can pick up some shares and do it and they can follow, you know, like a professional guide, I think that's probably the best, you know, it'll help. Just get your shares on Amazon. And that's for everybody who's listening. We've already yeah. been warned by Sonia. Do not use the kitchen. Actually, it, I had a friend. We were like teenagers. I'm going to just share this one really quick. And then I wanted to have Sonia kind of recap those three main points from today's episode. But um. She took the kitchen scissors to her hair and like she just wanted to give herself a bob. And uh, I was like, that time I was just like learning about cosmetology and I was like, hey, I don't think it's a good idea. She was like, oh, I'm just trying to cut it like whatever. Man, her hair actually became poof balls on the end. Mm -hmm. Like her entire ends became shattered. It looked like, you know, if you see like all the tree roots, like if you could take a tree up and you know how it's just like just like roots everywhere that's what it looked like on the end of her hair and after one week just from the kitchen scissors so then she was like oh girl I shouldn't have done that I was like yeah girl you shouldn't have done that so then we uh did her hair like we we retrimmed it and I ended up cutting it pretty short and cutting off that dead stuff but anyway um so can you recap your three amazing main points for us Miss Sonia I sure will so I call it my CTP method, conditioning, mm-hmm. trimming, and protecting. So when it comes to conditioning, you guys set yourself some time once a month to deep condition your hair. You could do it when you're doing laundry, you know, wrap that hair up in a warm towel, let your deep conditioner sit, fold your laundry, double duty. You can get it done. Trimming, make sure that you're at least trying to get those ends trimmed up. And I know like in the area of where we're at, we've been under some different mandates or whatnot, and people couldn't get to salon. So, you know, if you need to do a DIY trim, make sure you find a source that is um, going to guide you properly. But make sure you trim it because it's going to help rejuvenate those ends, keep the ultimate hydration from rip to tip. And then protecting. Protective styles will be your friends. Something as simple as sleeping with a silk or satin pillowcase, whatever your hair texture is, is a game changer. It will keep that hydration in there. And then what I love about what Lisa said is overnight care. She wraps her hair in that nice little twist style. You can put your leave-in conditioner, wrap it, and you can sleep, Mm. and you're looking good. So protective hair care will back up your time and your effort, and you'll be good to go. I mean, we'll never have perfect hair. But I feel like the takeaway is, you know, maintaining your hair to be healthy and manageable. That's the perfect way to care for your hair instead of having perfect hair. That's it. Amen to that. Yep. 
All right, ladies. Well, today has been super fun on the panel. I got some good hair tips from all of my girls here. We got to chat about some fun stuff. So I hope that you guys have found this uh, episode to be helpful, especially if you have been suffering from some serious wintertime dry hair like myself. And thank you so much for listening to Work It Mommy. Have a great day and we'll see you in the next episode.